name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today we celebrate the feast of St. John, the theologian, who authored the Gospel of John, the three epistles of John, and the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. St. John, the theologian, was one of the inner circle of apostles, which also included Saints Peter and James. He is referred to, he referred to himself as the one whom Jesus loved. And the consensus of opinion as, why, as to why he would use such terminology in reference to himself is that he did so out of humility, preferring to subsume his identity anonymously as one whose life had been transformed by the love of Christ. He had accompanied Saints Peter and James on Mount Tabor and witnessed the transfiguration of our Lord Jesus Christ. He had been present at countless miracles by our Lord Jesus Christ, and he was faithful to him until the end. Our Lord entrusted the care of his mother, the Virgin Mary, to St. John, and proclaimed from the precious and life-giving cross that she was to regard St. John as her son. And he was to do likewise from that day forward in seeing the Theotokos as his mother. Much, much more could be said about St. John the theologian, but suffice it to say that his love for God was made manifest in his love for his fellow man. In 1 John he writes, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love because he first loved us, end quote. St. John was the last of the apostles to die. Along with the rest of the apostles, his life was filled with trials and tribulations at the hands of unbelieving and cruel men. And yet in the midst of these intense and seemingly impossible difficulties, he learned to love even his enemies. He writes, God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God. When one has experienced the forgiveness of God for any type of sins, that person should be quick to exercise mercy and forgiveness. And that would include all of us here in this room today. In so doing, not only does he or she bring the healing mercies of God to others, but also enables, it enables us to approach the day of judgment with confidence that our lives are being transformed by the life and love of God himself. St. John writes, As he is, even so are we in this world. The virtue of virtues without which none of us can call ourselves a child of God is love. We have received more grace in our lives than we could ever imagine because we are sinners. God has shown us mercy and he demands that we do the same. Love for God, which is in response to his love for us, will always lead us to love for our neighbor, even if he or she is our enemy. St. Gregory Palamas writes, He shows that love's energy within us is twofold and divides it 
without destroying its unity into love for God and love for our neighbor, teaching that these two depend on one another for their existence and calling anyone who thinks he has one without the other a liar. A good practice to follow, my friends, in one's prayer life is to make sure that, among others, you pray by name, if possible, for your enemies. And to do so from your heart. To do so loving them. That is what we're called to do. Because the love of God has been poured out in our lives. And implicit in that is the responsibility that we have to pass that on. We used to sing a song around here a long, long time ago. Pass it on. You all remember that? Some of you old timers. Pass it on. Pass what on? Pass the love of God on. Don't get constipated with the love of God. You've got to pass it on. Forgive the earthy reference. Uh, the Gospel of John, in the Gospel of John, we see a much more developed theology of love than we see in the Synoptic Gospels. In his 95 plus years of life on this earth, St. John the theologian fell in love with God the Holy Trinity. He fell in love with God. And he shared this love with countless others in person at that time and through his writings in the New Testament to this very day. As the end of his earthly life drew near, St. John was given a vision of the final triumph of the kingdom of God, which he dictated to Prochorus. Even though much of the content of the book of Revelation given on the Isle of Patmos is a mystery, one thing is clear. Because of his faithfulness, his love for God, and his purity of heart, St. John was granted a vision of the kingdom of God. He was granted a vision of home. He was granted a vision of our destination. He was granted a vision of the end goal of the path of salvation, which sometimes seems to be a very, very difficult, if not impossible, path to walk. But he was given that vision, and he shared that vision with you and with me. So let us love God, and let us love each other. Let us remain faithful to our calling to this end, and to love God and our fellow man until the end of our lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.